Welcome to the Providence Podcast. I'm Sister Leslie, and I'm so glad you're here. Now, as we do each year, we'll be taking a little hiatus for the summer. Although, who knows, we may have some surprises along the way. You'll have to stay tuned to find out. And you can always find our previous episodes at godspacecommunity.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so that when we do resume, you'll be up to date on our newest episodes. The Providence Podcast is sponsored by the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky, an international community of Catholic sisters with a mission to be witnesses of God's providence. We placed our trust in God as we care for God's people. Now let's get started with our scripture reading and go from there. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day he was taken up, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While meeting with them, he enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for, quote, the promise of God about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He answered them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that God has established by God's own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were looking on, He was lifted up, and a cloud took him from their sight. While they were looking intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, People of Galilee, why are you standing there looking up at the sky? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Happy Feast of the Ascension. On this feast, if we focus on the figure of Jesus ascending above the crowds into heaven, it's kind of easy to think of this as the Feast of Goodbye. However, if I focus my attention on his followers and their reactions, I have a slightly different perspective on this feast. The disciples stare up at the sky for a minute, but then they get busy. In our first reading from Acts, right upon the ascension, 
The angels appear and ask the disciples why they're looking at the sky. So they stop staring and return to Jerusalem and their praying community. In the gospel, before he ascends, Christ tells the disciples, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. As soon as he disappears from view, they do just that. They resume the work that Jesus had done, which is the same work they did with him, only now they're in charge. They're still his followers, but they must become leaders too and assume responsibility for carrying out the ministry. This makes me wonder if the Feast of the Ascension is not so much of a goodbye, but rather a feast of transition. Whether we like it or not, and mostly I don't, life is all about transition. It's the same for Jesus and his disciples. Jesus has to step aside so the disciples can carry out the work of building up the kingdom. In fact, Jesus has been preparing them all along for this moment. Over and over throughout the Gospels, he tells them about his suffering and death and resurrection letting them know that they'd eventually be on their own. He's teaching them what to do. He's been modeling for them how to heal, preach, and teach in his name. Early on, he even sends them out to do the work themselves, maybe a kind of trial run. It's like he's donned a pair of dad jeans and he's teaching them how to drive. Although this transition to adulthood is natural, it's not easy. In a passage we heard this past Tuesday from the Gospel of John, Jesus acknowledges that the disciples will grieve. But he also assures them that he must go in order for the Spirit to come. They need the Holy Spirit in order to do the work of Christ in the world. Also, he never really leaves them, even after he ascends, because he's still present, working through them. He just needs to move out of the way so his followers can grow into the leaders that God has called them to be. This transition from dependence to autonomy plays out in our lives too, doesn't it? Once children are grown, parents have to step back and trust them to make decisions and live their own lives. In the workplace, as new employees grow and mature, effective leaders gradually give them more responsibility mentoring them as they come into their own. I've noticed this movement in my community too, as members transition into leadership roles while leaders step away and assume other roles. I remember a moment years ago when I saw this transition very clearly. It was at a funeral for one of our legendary leaders, one whom the community held with a kind of reverence. At this funeral, I was looking around the chapel, studying sisters' faces, sisters whom I, as a younger member, look up to. I saw not only grief, but also a kind of orphaned look, like our sister had somehow deserted us. What will we do without her? As I sat reflecting, I knew that we would go on despite this loss. She had stepped out of leadership years ago, but had continued to be a supportive, inspirational presence to all of us. 
including the sisters who had already assumed leadership roles in our community. We could honor her and continue to be inspired by her, but also support and inspire each other. We continue to move forward like we always did, with the guidance of the Spirit. Other sisters would move into leadership, and we would look to them to guide us during hard times, good times, and pivotal times. Each of our leaders has done that, has been the person we needed with the gifts we needed for particular times and circumstances. That's the movement of community. That's the movement in families, too. It can be a difficult transition, probably on both sides. Sometimes there might be a little grief, a little challenge, but that's how we grow. The movement of the disciples as they transition to leading the newly forming community and eventually a church is ours, too. It's easy to look at the leaders of the early church and assume they knew what they were doing. It's easy to assume they had it all together and were experts in church leadership, right? Honestly, though, I think they were just figuring it out as they went along. And in the spirit of discernment and learning, they led well. The Christian church in our day is in an uncertain and liminal space, just as the early church was. We too are called to have a spirit of discernment and learning as we live out our faith now. As grown-up disciples in the faith, we also must step up and step out to do the work of love and service that Jesus started. Christ tells us to go out into the whole world. That has a new significance in a post-pandemic world, doesn't it? We're called to emerge out into the world, a world full of suffering and need. We have a whole lot of proclaiming to do with our voices and with our lives. How is God calling us to serve? How must we respond as grown-up disciples to this call? So now let's continue our reflection and maybe even go a little deeper. How have you grown as a disciple of Christ? What helped you to grow? Who helped you to grow? God calling you to proclaim the good news? And to whom? What do you feel called to proclaim?
And maybe you could just spend a little time with God and listen for what God has to say to you. Thanks for listening to the Providence Podcast. I hope you continue to stay connected with God's face and, of course, the Sisters of Divine Providence of Kentucky. As you continue on your faith journey, may you notice all the ways that God cares for you, and may we all take good care of each other. Peace.